I, I, I don't think it's terribly likely. I, you know, I'm not scaremongering and saying anything is, is imminent, but the potential stays there. And as tensions rise in, in, in the world in general and in our region of the world in particular, then that potential grows. The, 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 the one danger that, that I sort of want to highlight is the possibility that the, the Marines might be ordered into military action on instructions emanating from Washington. Now, that's a real possibility because the Marines constantly remain within the uh, U.S. Marine Corps chain of command. Now, I've written to um, uh, a succession of, of prime ministers and ministers for defense. Uh, I've been doing this since 2012 and asking them what assurance they have that this won't happen, that the Marines won't be sent into action on orders from Washington. And I've received no answer to that. So the only conclusion that I can draw is that this is a possibility. At some stage, attentions get really intense and the U.S. feels the need to, to launch an attack somewhere. The Marines could be put to use. And the point I want to make is that as things stand, as far as I can work out, the Australian government will be powerless to prevent that. And that means that some foreign country might be under attack from a base in Australia. And that would make Australia their enemy, and we'd be at war with that nation. So that's how I see the sequence of events. It's a possibility, and and I say I don't want to be a scaremonger, but whilst that possibility remains there, we should all be concerned. Certainly. Now, with the trade war between China and the United States escalating almost by the day and the war drums beating ever louder in Washington with respect to Iran, a major confrontation involving not just US forces but Australian soldiers is a distinct possibility in the foreseeable future. How, how How can Australian involvement in future American wars be avoided? I mean, and, and I guess as a sort of double barrel of what would the uh, the long cherished sort of uh, goal of an independent australian policy pol- foreign policy actually uh, look like well um for, as far as i can see um, simply because of its geographical um location and shape um australia is extremely safe um nobody's going to invade australia there's no need therefore for us to go running to america and saying, please look after us. We're quite able to look after ourselves, I believe. Um, so really, um, you know, in the long term, and this is a sort of a, a long-term objective, um, we've been discussing within IPAN the possibility of Australia becoming um, neutral. We, we talk about armed neutrality. We've got no problem with uh, Australia defending itself, if need be. That's fine. Um, but we should be neutral. We shouldn't be so closely aligned with any other nation so that we can deal with all of them on equal terms, so we can deal with, with China, with India, with Indonesia, with America, with Canada, with any other nation you care to mention. We can, we can deal with them fine, but we don't have to do it under this um, overweening alliance with the United States. It, it doesn't make sense. It's not good for us. And the way things are going, 
we're only contributing to the, uh, the, the increasing escalation that you're mentioning. Certainly. Now, it wasn't that long ago, I mean, almost, I guess now 16 years ago, though, that uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of Australians took to the streets against the invasion of Iraq. And yet, these days, it seems as though anti-war activism or peace activism, call, call it what you will, has certainly uh, dropped off to uh, well, a catastrophic degree. And, and it seems the, the vast majority of... Uh, yeah, by my efforts. <laughs> Certainly, but it, it, it does seem the vast majority of people seem either unaware or indifferent to the fact that Australia very much remains uh, still instrumental in American efforts to, I guess, uh, somewhat police the globe. And, and one of the more yeah. glaring examples of this is Australia's sale of arms and military technology to Saudi Arabia, which, of course, yeah. uh, still commits war crimes in Yemen on a daily basis with uh, both American and also, uh, you know, wider Western support. Why is there so little public traction uh, with any and all efforts to bring this sort of, um, I guess, criminal activity to light? Yeah, well, there's a few things to say in response to that. I mean, I think that um, following the the experience with Iraq, a lot of people became disillusioned, you know, threw up their hands in despair, saying, you know, despite our best efforts, we are unable to influence events and, and became very depressed and sort of merged into the background. Um, but I do still believe that there is tremendous latent support for for, for what we do. Um, but uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is that um, a recent survey, and I haven't got the, uh, the details at my fingertips, but a recent survey showed that 64%, so a majority of the Australian population, are not in favour of Australia selling arms to, to Saudi Arabia. And the other thing that I want to mention is that the, uh, the mainstream media, so you're an exception, of course, but the mainstream media um, don't want to touch this. And my feeling is that that's because they are firmly influenced from the United States of America. Um, so that, that's the sort of harsh truth of it. And I, I find it, uh, I, I, at the time, I found it astonishing that within just eight years of the invasion of Iraq, which was a, a, an absolute disaster, and, and it's a disaster that's still going on in the Middle East, within eight years, we welcome U.S. forces onto our shores. I, 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 I can't comprehend how this could come about, but there it is. It's with us. You'd think that after the experience in Iraq, that um, people with, with any sort of uh, uh, responsibility for, for, for making policy would take a long, hard look at what happened there and just sort of take a step back. But they didn't. They took a step forward. So all we can do is deepen the alliance and have more and more and closer contacts with the United States, the most warlike nation the world has ever seen. Certainly, in the is obviously this situation with this uh, obvious complicity from both major political parties here in Australia, yeah. combined with. What it does seem to be, as you said, you know, an incredible apathy, but also uh, just a, you know, a, a feeling of sort of amnesia, perhaps, amongst uh, civil society in Australia. 
that has really contributed to the to the situation. Thankfully, though, there are people like yourself and the uh, Independent and Peaceful Australian Network who are continuing. And uh, I guess just yeah. finally, you'll you'll be hosting a conference in Darwin from the second to the fourth of August, Australia yes. at the Crossroads. Time for independent foreign policies. Can you uh, finally just tell our listeners a bit about this uh, conference and, and why you think it'll be an important event for anti-war activism and discussion? Well, yes, well, we, we want to discuss foreign policy very largely and uh, look at what's happening in our in our region. So we, we've got a a speaker coming from uh, West Papua to speak to us. Uh, we've got a, a visiting professor coming from Guam, and she's very, um, you know, she's from a place that's occupied by the American military and has got first-hand knowledge of what it's like to have um, the Australian military on your doorstep. So um, that should be a sort of a wake-up call for, for people in Darwin, perhaps. Um, and we've got academics. We've got a guy called Vince Scapatura coming up from Macquarie University um, to talk about uh, the, the U.S. alliance in particular. And uh, one of the things that I'm working on is um, I'm uh, doing my best to negotiate a meeting between us as IPAN um, and um, officers from the U.S. Marines in Darwin. And it would be... Would, uh, uh, I hope, <laughs> produce a very interesting conversation if we can actually get this meeting and, and, and speak to them. Certainly be fascinating to know whether or not they actually uh, agree to agree to speak to you. Uh, I, I guess yes. just uh, sort of an, as an idiom to, to that question, though, if, if people can't attend that conference, and this is obviously a really difficult question, uh, you know, people yeah. here, here in Perth, but what, what do you believe uh, we can do to, to raise this uh, very important issue? As you said there, the, the effects of the invasion of the Iraq are ongoing. Of course, yeah. Australia still has involvement in the, uh, the ongoing uh, occupation of Afghanistan and, uh, and you know, our, our involvement in these, yeah. uh, these sort of military exercises in, in Darwin certainly does make us yeah. complicit in U.S. foreign policy and therefore in, in the wars that are the result. I guess, finally, what, what do you suggest people d- can do if, if they can't make this conference uh, to try and, you know, I guess, bring about a resurgence of the, the peace and anti-war movement? Look, I, I think all people can do is, is, is make themselves aware and uh, spread the word, make others aware as much as they can. I mean, a couple of things um, that you, you, you might have mentioned, or one major one is the talisman sabre exercises, massive military exercises that take place in, uh, in central and northern Queensland. Um, they're biannual and they're coming this year. Um, but also, you know, we're, we're hoping that the, that the conference will, will provide some sort of a focus for people to start asking questions, um, raising the issue with, 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 uh, with parliamentarians, writing letters to the paper, um, getting themselves informed. I mean, I was quite struck. Quite recently, I went to a, a meeting and I was handing out flyers about the U.S. Marines in Darwin and there were some young people who didn't even know. And I think that, that the, uh, our, our media um, bears some responsibility there. People should know that we've got the, the forces of a foreign country routinely stationed on our territory because that 
compromises that the, the nation's independence. And again, you know, these are all things that we want to talk about at the conference, that we, we believe that the, uh, the, the general public should be talking about with one another and, and with their leaders. Um, the situation at the moment is uh, very, very uncomfortable for anyone who stops to think about it.